I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Oops, the podcast, baby. How's it going, everybody? I'm Julio Gallarotti, sitting here with my esteemed colleague, Francis Ellis. I'm How you steamed. doing, buddy? Steamed up, baby. <laughs> e-steamed. E-steamed. I used a, a, an e-sports game to steam myself. That sucked. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Francis. Hey, hey, guys. Hi. What's popping, dude? Boy, what, what a week. Really... So many things have happened. Dude, you have had a big week, man. Big oops week. It's been week. crazy for you. Big oops week. Should we start with the, the bike theft? I, the bike theft, dude. What? I have so many questions. I yeah, want to hear yeah. your story. All right. So really quick, I posted this on Twitter. I posted it on Instagram and I blogged about it on Bro Bible. But I ride city bikes probably more than 99.9% of people in New York City. <laughs> Even in the, in the middle of the winter? I have burned 72,000 calories. I've taken 1,667 trips. I have uh, biked over... Uh, I think it's like 1,700 miles, which is the equivalent of biking from here to like Denver. Don't you sweat and stuff though? Like, no, you just go at a brisk pace. I'm just in shape. All right, fine, but don't <laughs> are, don't in shape people sweat more? You know, I don't. I I I'm not. I'm not like flying in the summer. Sure, yeah, but in the, I'm not usually flying. Right. Like I, I'm not trying to Lance Armstrong my way over to Union Square. Gotcha. So you just mosey over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you stop at traffic lights. You know, you're not, it's not, it's not a uphill mountain biking situation. I met you when you were on a city bike. That's right. That's hilarious. That's right. There you go. Francis was on a city bike. Odds are you'll see me on a city bike. So, so I'm an avid city biker. And as I said in my blog, I can count on one hand the number of times over the last six or seven years that I've been an annual member of city bike where I have left the bike unattended without, you know, whatever I, I never, I never do. I never do this. And occasionally you'll see city bikes sitting alone outside of a coffee shop as people inside drink their coffee or whatever the fuck they're doing. And I always think, my God, how reckless is that person? Right. What a moron. You know, it, I, I always think of like the old West. You wouldn't leave your horse not tied up outside the saloon right. to just be, you know, spanked and then told to run away down the street. <laughs> right. So yeah. you don't leave your bike. I never leave my bike. However, I had in my hand as I was biking a folder of tax documents that I needed to bring to the UPS store to see if I had enough stamps on this big folder. I never know how many stamps you need for a huge envelope. Wait, you you're had finished your taxes and you were submitting them? Yeah, with my 1099. Okay, you do them yourself? I, I do. I fill out like a packet. Yeah, I do that too, actually. Yeah. It's the best way to go. I, I hate doing it, but I do do it. It's so fucking annoying. But yeah. Continue. So I, was, I, I had all this shit, and I wanted to make sure I had enough stamps because it's a very sensitive document. And uh, I was going to go to the gym right after, right? So I... I just sort of went up onto the sidewalk with the city bike and put the kickstand up, walked into the store. The door was open, and it's a very small store. So it's not as if I was walking around some corner right. or getting into a line. I was standing at the counter, and I was still six feet away from the bike. Right. You weren't walking deep into Staples. No. And like I also thought, store. I thought I was also just going to be like, hey, do I have enough stamps on here? And they were going to be like, yep. 
and then I was just going to drop it off and walk right out. But then they counted it out and they said, oh, based on the value of your, because they're, they're, what are they called? Uh, forever stamps? Right. Right? They said, based on the value of your forever stamps, you're one, one stamp short for this package. So then they had to get another stamp, put it on, charge me for it. I handed the guy a dollar. He handed me back 50 cents. I said, thanks very much. They dropped it in the thing. I walked out and the bike was gone. Now, keep in mind, this is Chelsea, right? We're not in fucking Brownsville. Well, regardless, you know, there's riffraff running around these sure. streets. Sure, there's riffraff, there's hullabaloo, you know, ragamuffins and, and, and whatever the you want to call them. <laughs> Chris is getting uncomfortable. Ballyhoo. We're not making racial statements. Big words. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you can read them in any uh, children's book. Uh, I haven't heard ninny muffin in a long time. So um, I, I come out and I start freaking out. And I'm like, fuck, man. I knew exactly what had happened, right? And sure enough, uh, in all the times that I'd ever done this before, I'd never had it taken. I, I, it wasn't as if I, I felt safe in doing what I did, right? I was only in there for 125 seconds or some shit. But as a comedian, I recognize a content situation when I see one and after asking everybody around if they'd seen someone stealing a city bike, I started looking for CCTV cameras. <laughs> and I saw at the nearby bodega that there was one pointing onto the street. You know how I know to do this, by the way? How? I worked at the district attorney's office for a year. I was a paralegal when I was trying to go to law school. And a lot of the cases that we had that involved like stabbings on the street or robberies or anything it was always fucking caught on tape right from some everywhere. nearby bodega that had caught a corner of it and then you know the fucking subway shop on the other corner would have a different angle so you, you have the street covered typically in new york so i walked into the bodega and i said hey here's what happened and the guy was so excited to help me with this really his name was muhammad ali yeah wow. which was pretty cool right yeah. Crazy. You ever heard of, you know, Muhammad Ali? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're a big athlete. So, um, so this guy was like, all right, my friend, we are going to sort this out. And we started getting into it together. You know, I told him the timestamps. I was like, I think this happened between 425 and 435. And he goes, okay, we will look, we will look. But I was on my way to open for my buddy Tommy O'Regan at his breakout artist at the, at Caroline's. Oh, very nice. So I was like, shit, I don't know if I have time to scrub through this footage right now. Can I come back in two hours and we'll do it then? And he said, sure, I will wait. So I go, I come back. He puts his phone up on the uh, counter of the bodega and we, we, we pull up the timestamp and now we're on our elbows with our faces resting in our hands, our chins resting in our hands. Like it's a little girl's sleepover party and we're watching, <laughs> you know, a cartoon on his phone and people are coming in and he's like, not now, not now, you know, and, uh, and we, we watch 10 minutes of pedestrians walking up and down the sidewalk and we keep getting excited. We're like, oh, is it this guy? Is it this guy? Oh, no, no. You know, we're, get, we're probably doing a little bit of profiling. He, more than I, by the way. He's like, it's got to be this guy. was so racist. <laughs> so racist and i was like and we were like bonding but i was like oh i can't meet you there and uh he'd be like it's this guy they always do this you know and then finally sure enough i come into frame i got off the bike and then we watch and we're like oh is it gonna be this guy is it gonna be this guy we see this guy sit down on a on a bench i'm like oh i bet it's this guy and he sits on the bench for about 30 seconds scoping out the scene 
sees that no one is coming to fetch the bike, gets up, grabs the bike, and as you saw in the clip, in the most nonchalant manner <laughs> imaginable. That's the funniest part. He, he fixes the seat. He lowers the seat. He checks the tire pressure. He does a whole, like, is this even worth stealing? You know, review. And then he walks it away down the sidewalk. And 25 seconds after he leaves the frame of the video, I walk out. And I, by that point, I had like, no idea. What the fuck? Yeah. So... so did he, what do you think he was doing? You think he was just taking it for a ride, like so this for, is, for fun? This is fascinating, right? I call City Bike, the least helpful fucking company in the world, and I was like, "Hey, this is what just happened. My bike was stolen. What do I do?" And first of all, they don't have any kind of tracking. Yeah, it's like we're a bank, dude. Yeah, they were know? like, "It's it's out there, you know. Good luck. Your, yeah. your only hope is that he'll return it within the next couple of days to a dock." And I said, "Okay, well, why wouldn't he do that? Is there a secondary market for selling these fucking?" stupid bikes and the guy goes no he'll probably just make it his bike <laughs> and then i said well that would be like stealing a taxi cab and making it your car and he goes yeah and i was like well who would do that and he goes you'd be surprised <laughs> i mean it was bananas this conversation i was having with this fucking operator. there's no tracking thing no that's crazy. And it's $1,200. The guy was like, yeah, uh, you're responsible the moment you get off the bike. Anything that happens to it, you're responsible for it. And I was like, all right, well, you know, what can I do? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe you could file a police report. But what I did instead was I, I got, I fucking ferried up all this footage, put together a nice blog and blasted it out. It's on Twitter. It's at like 400,000 views. Oh, it's amazing. It's fucking popping, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. Popping. So so now what? Are you gonna have to pay twelve hundred dollars? I'm certain I will. Yeah. Damn, dude, that's one thought I had was you know I will uh, maybe maybe uh, I'll I'll tweet under the tweet thread like hey my Venmo is this if everyone wants to donate a dollar maybe we could <laughs> make up for it uh, but I don't think people would want to give me money. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Wow. You know what's funny? You know what I saw? Make it his bike. I, here's something I saw, dude. I saw some of the Barstool fans uh, were like, this is fake. You just made this up for content. Francis is always making shit up. This is fake. What, what a bunch of fucking losers. How pathetic is that? That you would not have the imagination to imagine that this could happen, number one. But two, I included the footage. It's so clearly me you have on the, the bike. Oh, God, these people, man. What a bunch of fucking bums. You have the full, you literally have the full evidence yeah. that it happened. Yeah, it's pathetic. Wow. Can't say I missed that. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Hey, Chris has a funny story for us. Chris, Let's hear it, Chris. You're, uh, you're flying down to Florida tomorrow, right? Yeah. And tell us about your flight. So it's like a frontier flight. It was like oh, 120 yeah. bucks. Nice. And you can't bring like any items with you. 
You can't bring. You have to pay a for carry a carry-on. Oh, it's like Norwegian, dude. You have to fucking raw dog the flight. Yeah, Jesus, dude. So what I'm doing is I have this big jacket. <laughs> so I'm wearing this big jacket to Florida, and I'm just stuffing the stuff I need inside He's of it. He's stuffing his toiletries in the pockets of his coat. How long are you going for? Four days, dude. How much is it to check a bag? I'm not. I'm not bringing toiletries. I'm bringing like my camera, my two cameras. You're not even bringing toiletries. So wait, no, how I are you even to bring them. your cameras? You even pay for to bring your cameras? No, I'm bringing them in my jacket. What? It's a big jacket. I'll show <laughs> you after. Dude, that is crazy. God, God bless the person who sits next to Chris on this oh, flight. Oh man, this is my friend. So how right. funny is that? I mean, it, what a shitty airline. No, I've never heard of no. I've never heard of it item. either. I I've only heard it. of it on European airlines. Like, I've heard of with United, which I fly all the time. United sucks. You can't, and I always fly basic economy. You can't bring a carry on. That's you can bring a personal item, right? But. You, in order to get it, you have to like confirm with the person at the ticketing. You can't even check in early to United Flight if you have a basic economy ticket because that you have to prove to them that you your bag is within a certain limit, right? So you can't have one of those bulky carry-ons. You can't. So I always bring a gym bag and then I stuff it with my feet into the fucking measuring crate. Oh, wow. And then the woman's like, "Okay, I guess technically you're okay." Good for you. And then all the fruit that I've brought is fucked. I have a United card, so they give you a free one. That's nice. That's like That's the miracle, nice. ultimately. The basic economy blows. Um, I just realized you're like, how do you have no clothes um, for the weekend? My friends, it's my friend's parents' place, so they, they went, like, they're going for the whole month, so I sent stuff with them earlier. Oh, you shipped right. it down. Yeah, they oh, drove okay. down. So. That's smart. How much did that cost to send down? No, they, they, they drove. drove down. Oh, they drove. Yeah, so I don't have to bring it back. Wow, you really thought ahead. This yeah. is impressive. Yeah, this is Thank good. you. Thinking, Chris. Yeah, this, this is I've very like. Done yeah. Like suburban mom work on your part. You yeah. know you know what it is, dude, though? I will say this. There as these airlines guys, I remember a time in my life when flying, you know, none of that shit checking a bag was free. And right. none of that you, you could have, smoke cigarettes on the yeah. plane. <laughs> you you didn't have you could bring bottled water through security. Yeah. You know, I, I can't go back so far as to cigs. I don't remember that. Do you remember a time when you? No, could smoke but cigs I know that it, I know that it was allowed. Yeah, I don't know if we were alive for it. I don't but know it was if allowed. we were. But like, okay, even in our lifetime, when we were cognizant flyers, right, 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 there was a time when you didn't have to pay to check a bag, and you never had the to pay. All the seats had the same amount of legroom, except first class. Right, right. You didn't have premium economy. Yeah. You didn't have even more space like seats. Totally. And so uh, flying was kind of pleasant. Everyone was in, yeah, was it was in much it together. Better. It was much nicer. And now these, these incentives and these people. It's bullshit. You know, I, I certainly have enough money to pay $30 more to upgrade from basic economy to economy to choose my own seat and be able to bring on a bag of my own size or whatever. But I won't do it. 100%. Because fuck <clears throat> Fuck United. you. Fuck that. United sucks. I'm, I'm so happy I get to say that for a lot of people. Yeah. It's so nice. United sucks. But dude, I, I will go down fucking fighting. I told the story about how I got my money back, right? The one time I told yeah. that one of the pod. N- yeah. You cut it. But we, I told it another time, I think. Whatever. Regardless. I think you have said it before. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this, though. Um, those old. This is why flying on like random airlines can sometimes be way better. Mm. Because like a United, those kind of. Like, a lot of the time, those flights will suck. But like I flew on Azerbaijan Airlines. Azerbaijan. Azal. And I was kind of like, oh, great. Like Azerbaijan Airlines. Dude, it was. 
so much leg room. The food was fucking delicious. They give you wine for free with your dinner. And it was in a short flight too. Mm. And I was like, this is one of the best flights I've ever taken. Oh. It was an older plane, but this is to your point. Like a lot of the, I guess it's maybe just an old planes because they haven't updated the fleet yet or whatever. But like these, a lot of the time, the older plane will have a much nicer flying flying experience. Yeah, it can yeah. at least. You might not have like the personal electronics, right? But whatever, dude. I don't need that, dude. Yeah. They played like the craziest shit. They played like some NASA video oh. from the nineties. I was like, this is insane. That's fun. Yeah. And then they played some French children's prank show, <laughs> and then they just played the president of the country being great. <laughs> <laughs> they just showed pan shots of him being like, it's pretty great. Sounds dude. like a North Korean flight. It's very, it had a similar yeah. vibe, sort of. Uh, Chris got upset at me earlier because uh, I sent him a video. All right, so I'm a big fan of this girl on TikTok called, her name, I think it's Charlita Melio. Hmm, I think that's, that's her name. name. Charlie DeMelio. I don't even know her fucking name. That's classic. Charlita, I thought was her name. What's her name? Her name's Charlie. I, I gotta say this. I don't hate Charlie as a girl's name. No, it's solid. All right. What the fuck's her name, dude? You know. Charlie. All right. Her name's Charlie. Does she spell it C-H-A-R-L-E-Y? C-H-A-R-L-I. And Just then, an I. And then Ooh, there's a D and an sexy. A. Just shows how big of a fan I am. Apparently, I'm not that big of a fan. But anyway, she has does all these great little dances on TikTok. She mm-hmm. lives in the Hype House, which is this thing where all these TikTokers live together. Oh, God. And they make dances. I think it's great. Everyone judges me. I don't fucking care. I was showing Chris videos of her, and he's like, dude, this girl's 15, dude. You're a fucking creep. I was like, oh boy. I like the moves, dude. Yeah. I like the moves. Anyway, I noticed her in a Super Bowl commercial. Wow. She's in the one. What was that one with Ric Flair? The, the hummus commercial. Okay. I sent it to Chris, and I said, your girl. And he was like, that's not my fucking girl, dude. That's yeah. not my girl. And have you, ever, have you ever noticed that when people are like, yo, dude, your boy, so-and-so. And if it's someone they don't like, they get really pissed. Yeah, sure, sure. But the thing is, you're I'm, accusing people of friendship, dude. I'm yeah. obviously being sarcastic. I know that he doesn't like her, <laughs> which is why I was like, "Your girl." He's like, "Oh, you fucked my girl? What the fuck, dude?" Yeah. Also, I'm making he wasn't actually sounds this like mad. Chris really does have a crush on her. <laughs> but yeah. dude, I'll do this to my friends. I'm like, "Yo, your boy," and I say someone they hate. They're like, "Yo, it's not my fucking boy, dude. What the fuck?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> fuck you." Wait, let me ask you this: Is it okay to call dibs on somebody who's underage, such that by the time they become of age, you have, you know? I mean, First dude, priority. you've been doing it, man. You've been doing this, have I been this doing your it? thing. You did it with, uh, what's I his name? I did not. Oh, a boy, a young boy. Yeah. Noah. Did. Noah. Shout yeah. out Noah. Well, I yeah. didn't even call dibs on him. I think he was, I think he was calling dibs on me. <laughs> the kid's trying to pipe, dude. He hit me up again. I'll tell you what, Noah. Let me he see did. what he said to me recently. Yeah. Here's what Noah said recently right. on January 27th. Hey, Francis, how is everything going? Exclamation point. Love that. Love it. Love Confident. it. Confident. No question mark. Just tells me he wants me to know how everything's going. And then I responded, buddy, it's good. What's up with you? And he said, nothing much. It's so cold here. Oh, Jesus Yeah, Christ, I know. It's Noah. like, give me a minute to get the lube. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, ha ha, where? Although I wasn't laughing. Right? <laughs> and then he said, in Minnesota, it was minus 11 a few weeks ago. And I go, yikes, dude. Holy cow. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, and that was it. Jesus, dude. Yeah, you got to play the long game. It's so Noah. sexual. You got to be careful. No, I know is an ho- avid hockey player. Sure is. So is he visiting there to play, or where does he live again? I think he lives up in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, let me go back a little bit, because in October we had a good one, too. And he goes, Francis, it's official. I'm funny. And then he sent me this clip of a mirror selfie where he's, like, acting kind of like a punk, you know? 
He's being cute, dude. He's being pretty cute. He is pretty cute here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's like, I... it's a TikTok. Oh, it's a TikTok. That... Oh, it is? Yeah, and it's like a long thing, and it ends with him doing this crazy face. Oh, he's so adorable. And then I wrote back, <laughs> I can't keep up with this stuff. This is the new wave, man. It's over my head. And he goes, hey, hey, did you get the joke? And I said, no, ha, ha. And he goes, okay, so the wolf was really a man, and he had kids with a real wolf. So if you think about that, and then he does the vomit emoji. And I go, ha ha, fair enough. Even though I, I still have no fucking <laughs> idea whatsoever <laughs> what he's talking about. about. <laughs> and then he goes, yah. He ends everything with yah. Yeah. Yeah, How does it spell? Just Y-A-A? Y-A. He Y-A's it, yeah. yeah. Isn't that just yeah? Why yeah. is it yah? Yeah. 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 Y-A. There's no H? No H. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like yeah to me, dude. Like, oh, yeah. No, yeah is Y-E-A-H. Yeah, but that's if you're... but but. Chris, well, I run into this a lot because I caption the videos, so there's like seven different ways to say yeah or yeah. yeah, sure or, are, yeah. It's just like what the fuck. All right, the most basic dictionary definition of yeah oh, is y e a h. I understand. Okay, dude, but now hold you spell on a second. You with a u. All right, that's not yo. There are other ways. Let's break down the yes. Okay. Let's break down the yes. Okay, there's y e h, which that's is like yeah. you're stupid. No, that's yeah. Uh, I disagree. I think you, you think right, yeah, yeah is yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more yeah to you than YA? Are you fucking nuts, dude? No, no. Yeah, YA, <laughs> yeah, YA is yeah. No, it's not. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. That song, I they would spell that hey, space, YA. All right. That's that's kind of compelling, but I now, still. Now, if you're a dick, you would spell <laughs> yeah, J-A-H. Which might be either Rastafarian Hispanic. or German. But Hispanics write ja, 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 but there's no H. There's so. ja, right? But the Germans, the bad guys, would be like, ja. <laughs> and you might spell that J-A-H. In fact, I think maybe in German that is spelled J-A-H. Really? I think so. But then there's also yeah, Y-E-A. You ever seen that? Yeah. 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 That's like, I'm lazy, but I'm <laughs> yeah. cool. I'm hip, right? Right, right. Um. And then what else is there? Y A H? Is there a Y A H? That's so. yeah. There's yeah. a yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that? How do you That's spell that? Y E E E A A A A A H. That's little John. Sorry, yeah. I just had to. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's Chris. pretty good, little John. Chris. It's pretty good. Now, what? Okay, we get it. Right, yes, Chris. You, you, we're familiar. Yeah. Muting Chris. <laughs> so that was good though. That I love it. Then there's also. Chia, which was Ryan oh, Lochte's Chia. famous iteration. C-H-E-A-H. Benny D still uses that. Regularly. I don't mind it. Chia. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So those are the yes. Hit us with your yes. Dude, I had another <laughs> thing I wanted to talk to you about, though. Okay. Did you talk about the Y-E? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, that's... The, oh, that's like Kanye. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that just means Kanye. Now. That's like Kanye. Yeah. I just say it as yes, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a cool way to do it, dude. It's worth. Yeah. It. Chris is he's like young and hip, dude. We have to. You he have really to, is. We do. He knows to what's use going him. on. I we, listen to Chris when he tells me about a new thing. We need to. We need to definitely keep keep him in the loop. I discovered something. It made me feel like a fucking moron yesterday. Talk to me. Have you ever had a pair of pants that the pocket was sewn shut? Oh my god! Yes. Okay. So. That always pissed me off for like my whole life. And yesterday, talking to my girlfriend, and she's like, 
That's temporary. You can rip it and it won't it affect is. the pocket. It is. You knew this? I, I, I did, but I didn't necessarily know that it was allowed. I just would do it out of brute anger. But the pocket would be completely fine, right? Well, the way I typically go about it is I take a pair of nail clippers and I just slice oh. the little sutures. That's very, that's so like, that like stitches. Yes, exactly. Dude, these pants, the back pocket has been sewn. I've had these pants for six years. I've never once been able to go into the back pocket, and now I can. You thought it was simply ornamental? I just thought it was, I didn't understand why the fuck. I was like, maybe they're a sample and they weren't intended. And mm. and apparently, it's so that you don't get a bunch of shit in the pockets when you buy the pants. And then. Wait, what do you mean? Just like dust doesn't coagulate in the pocket because it's sewn shut. So when they're in the store. But not all pants do it. I don't really get it. But yes, when they're in the so, so are they worried that people trying on the pants before you in the store are going to just be stuffing the pockets full of dust? <laughs> I don't know. What kind of weird ass carpenters are coming into <laughs> Gap? Yeah, right. Mid shift, but dude, an open space. You know what, man? We should figure out some system to just get dust out of the fucking way. Because how the fuck? Like we build these structures to inhabit, and yet we have to dust them. With, True. With a hand. With well, a you hand. Know what? Dust. Dust. A lot of the time is sort of dead skin or things that have broken down from on a microscopic level how do we create a system where dust is no longer present because it's constantly being gotten rid of i'm not i'm not sure that we can eliminate dust entirely i would think that people have been on this i would hope that they'll make a big breakthrough i i find by the way i find peace a lot of the time in telling myself that problems that bother me are being worked on by brighter minds. I always it's hope somewhere so. there is a lab full of people trying to solve the dust problem. Right. And that therefore I don't have to dedicate any time to it. Right. You this... can dedicate your time to getting your shit stolen. Yeah, there. sure. <laughs> sure. But dude, you know, I, I think about like when I think about like cancer, right? Right. I'm like, I gar- I feel like there are at least 2,000 people with PhDs who are spending nine hours a day in a lab with the sole purpose of trying right. to Cure. solve solve cancer. That's I have a question for you, though. Sure. This is something I was thinking about. What is your biggest fear? Oh, man. Uh, my biggest fear, I, off the top of my head, one of them is getting a terminal illness that I was responsible for getting by being irresponsible. AIDS. That's, yeah. Yeah, people, that people get, get AIDS. Like, specifically, like, I don't know if AIDS is the specific one, but you know what I mean? Like, a, a disease that I, myself, am responsible for getting because I was irresponsible. I could see you, and I hate to say this, this is mean. This is going to be mean. I could <laughs> see you getting AIDS from a tattoo. Oh, wow. That would be crazy. And that would be, people would be like, Julio, what the fuck? That would suck. But don't there's brand new needles though. From a really bad tattoo as well. <laughs> it's like, like I lost a bet. Like a smiley face <laughs> that gave you AIDS. Dude, that I feel like that's extremely unlikely. But okay. I hope not. You say new needles. Do you really think Pete Davidson in his kitchen is making sure that the <laughs> sterility of the needle is not compromised. Dude, I watched the I watched this guy Snuffy, and you're gonna say his name's Snuffy. I watched Snuffy take a new needle out of the package. I thought you were gonna say watched him take a fucking lighter and just hold it under the fucking <laughs> needle to sterilize it like in the parent trap when they pierce her ears. Well, here here's the thing. AIDS 
like it's very you know if you now get hiv mm. there is very easy to take medicine that will prevent it from becoming aids right we all know that but still having to take that every day and i'm not trying to be insensitive for anybody who has hiv or whatever but like the idea of getting it sounds very stressful to me and i'm sure if i did i'd be fine whatever but i'd, I'd rather not get a terminal illness than i could have prevented if i was just a little more responsible okay so what are the other ones that are on that list i don't really know i'd have to think more would about you it. say hepatitis cancer as a result of smoking a lot because this is the thing about cancer, right? Yeah, I mean, people I feel I quit, horrible. But you're right for a 28 year old guy who's in perfect health who comes down with cancer. That's sad. Right? Yeah, that's really awful. But at least he didn't do it to himself. But if it's a 70 year old man who gets cancer of the mouth because he was ripping four cigars a day for 40 years, everyone's like, "Yeah, we fucking saw it coming." Right, right, right. Well, I Same guess Same disease, no sympathy. So the difference is that is a is a bad habit over time. Where like if you just didn't smoke one cigar, you still were gonna get it. Whereas if you didn't just like do one really irresponsible thing, you know what I mean? A night of like raw sex that you didn't have to have mm. where like you were telling yourself, I should have used a condom. You know what I mean? That in my opinion is it makes it different than the cancer thing. Okay. So you think an isolated event. Uh, okay. Hmm. That's my, I don't know. What's yours? Interesting. Well, that was a pretty, that was a pretty good one. Here's my, here's my biggest fear. My biggest fear right now is that when I'm brushing my teeth at night in the mirror and I open up the mirror of my medicine cabinet to get, you know, a pill bottle or something out and I put it back down on the sink and then when I close the mirror, there's going to be somebody behind me. Dude, that is, that's really funny you say that because that I have a joke about this where like when I watch too much horror shit, I start thinking that those things are going to like the classic horror. That scare. is the shot in horror movies that you know is right. coming. And it's still scary. And every single time it happens it, to the point That's where hilarious. I, I don't want to open my medicine cabinet if I'm alone in the house. That's really funny. What about washing your face? Same thing. You come up. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm sorry, man. That is scary. And you live alone. Isn't that fucking scary? Yeah. Do you, do you like scary movies? I do like scary I movies. Do too. I do but too. I end up covering my ears. Yeah, I like look away slightly. Sometimes. I don't look away. I go like this. That's smart. Because the, the noise the of the thing. jump scare is the part that makes it so much worse for me. That's very clever. I will also add this. I plug my ears when fire trucks go by. I do that too. And people look at me like I'm a bitch. And people say, wow, that guy's not going to survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I will, because I'll be the only one who can hear the boogeymen coming. <laughs> the hills have eyes, folks. I'm going to hear them coming, whereas your eardrums are all blasted out from trying to check out the frequency of fire trucks going by. Fire trucks are the worst. Like, obviously, they're great. They save people, whatever. But, dude, like, have I you ever been ambulances on a... are worse. Honestly, they're bad. You're right. Honestly, ambulances are so much more arrogant. But they don't have the... <clears throat> Fine, but... <laughs> <laughs> At least fire trucks are carrying like 14 people. So it's like per person, the noise per capita on that truck is not that bad. Whereas an ambulance has like two people in it and it makes just as much fucking noise. They're not great. You're, you are right about that. Yeah. Have you ever been on a one way street where an ambulance or a fire truck, especially the fire truck is trying to get by cars doing the honking and oh you're moving God. at the same speed of the fire truck. So you can't even escape. Yeah fucking blows it does it's insane however have you ever been inside a fire truck no but they can't hear it can they 
Well, I don't even know about that. Have but you? I have when I was four years old. Best birthday party of my entire life. Oh, wow. Fire truck themed birthday party. And my dad, the guy that he worked with, was like a part-time volunteer fireman. And he got him to bring the fucking 16-wheel hook and ladder all the way up to our house uh, in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. And all the kids ran outside. And there was this shining, steaming, wheezing fire truck waiting to take us for a couple laps around the neighborhood. Lights flashing, guns blaring, hoses, hosing down dogs. I mean, it was, it was, they, they pulled out all the stops. The only issue was that when we finally returned to my house and everyone was getting off the fire truck, I stepped off the fire truck, missed a rung on the ladder and fell off and smashed my face. Wow. My face was bleeding profusely throughout my birthday. The first of many face smashes. Yeah, dude. Not good. Not good. But hey, you know, it was perfect up until that moment. It really was. I had a fire truck cake. I was given a fire truck toy. It was really an excellent birthday. But yeah, I'm glad to, I'm glad that you can can lament with my fear because that has of late become my biggest fear. I get scared and I feel like a pussy, but like I'm scared, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, we got a good oops from a listener here. Yeah. Um, we like to highlight the oopses of the of the oopsies. This this one stuck out because it's just like bizarrely worded. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe it's because English isn't this guy's first language. Don't think so. So I'm not trying to. I don't speak another language, so good for this guy. Hi, good morning, guys. This one's titled <laughs> Lost 100K Business. Hi, good morning, guys. This is the first biggest oops of my life. Me, 22, doing Uber in NYC. <laughs> About two years ago, I started family business, parentheses, trucking. We bought two trucks, all cash, about 150K worth. I was handling the paperwork since my family don't know English. Mm. Looks like you don't either, pal. <laughs> I was kind of lazy, leaving work for tomorrow. A few months later, we had to sell one truck because we didn't have any money. Bought it for 80K and sold it for around 55K. And after one and a half year in business, we had to sell the other truck too because we was in loss. So now I'm doing Uber in NYC and I found Francis on Andrew's podcast and I thought he was the funniest guy. Went to his podcast, found Yulio. Yulio, a funniest guy too. <laughs> you have well, which is it, man? You can't have more than one funniest guy. <laughs> you guys have the best chemistry. And I have 4.95 ratings and I know I drive really nice. Just letting you know. I know Francis is going to joke about my rating or something like that. Goodbye. <laughs> this is great, dude. There's something funny, man. Anytime somebody uh, with like English as their second language and they're trying to say something nice, it mm-hmm. just sounds gay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this guy sounds like he wants to have a threesome with us. <laughs> he's... I'd be down. I'd yeah. be down. But that was very nice. That is a very nice thing. I, I have to imagine, though, you know, you hear a story like that and the family business losing however many yeah, tens sucks. of thousands of dollars. Now he's driving driving Uber. I mean, the fact that he can have a good mindset about it and be positive is great. a testament. I'd be dead. I'd be totally. in a bathtub with my wrist slit, you know? This guy seems like a great guy. Yeah. Great attitude. And dude, who knows? Like, I feel like Uber drivers maybe make a decent amount of money. Do they? I don't know. And I don't, I don't really think so. You don't think so? I think there's a pretty serious ceiling. Like, if you drive 15 hours a day... Right. You're never going to make more than right. X. Right, right, right. That's um, hard. It's hard. Yeah. People in LA seem to think it's great. I mean, and they don't even get paid that much out there. Like mm. Here, I feel like you make way more, but maybe it's because of taxes. I know there's some big taxes. Yeah. Well, 
Thanks, guys. This has been a very fun episode of Oops the Podcast. Stay with us. Send your uh, DMs to our Instagram account or email them to oopsthepodcast at gmail.com. As always, he is not Julio on Instagram. I am at Francis C.C. Ellis. You can see me at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia, March 5th to the 7th. A bunch of stand-up shows. Get tickets for that at FrancisEllis.com. Anything coming up, G? Yeah, I'm going to be at South by Southwest, March 14th. Doing a show with Ricky Velez. It's going to be really fun. Awesome. Um, got some other cool stuff coming up. Super cool. See you guys hopefully there or sometime soon. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys.